Yeah, Mr. Chaos. Boot to the face. Let's go. California to Georgia, we get it poppin', homie. We taking over the game, so fuck who hating homie. We bounty hunting, taking all of the trash out. Your podcast a one hit wonder like Smash Mouth. Y'all can talk all that big shit, don't wanna hear it. Shout out to the one and only Santana Garrett. Top rope, dropping elbows from other leagues. Who to the face, hook the leg is one, two, three. Chris Rucker, Marty V making mics melt. The Mill Friendly Podcast will make your wife melt. Beer drinking, this whiskey chugging, this podcast. We just sit back and laugh and tell them top that. Competition is missing, you know they died off. Every shirt they put to work is looking fly, boss. You want the best in audio, there's nowhere to go. Another episode right now, start the show. Welcome to Boot to the Face, episode 133. It is our post-WrestleMania, post-release, post NXT moving to Tuesday nights, post Impact moving to Thursday, post Malone, post fucking cereal, post everything, Marty. I'm Chris Rucker, along with my co-host Marty Vasquez. This is Boot to the Face, and we are here to bring you all of your wrestling talk that you are ever gonna want and need if we get to it. How the hell are you doing, Marty? I'm doing good. Post you said post cereal, right? Yeah. What is post? Like is that like honeycombs? Uh, is which honeycombs? Uh, sugar bear, sugar smacks, or sugar, sugar bear? You remember that guy? You <laughs> remember that frog? fucking guy? The frog. <laughs> yeah, those were trash, but we ate them because oh, that's what man. your parents bought, and you bought what your parents ate back then. What uh, I, I, I know this is off, off, the, totally off the dark, but I gotta <laughs> hey, tell let's do it. What the hell the post cereals are? Because I was like, I know there's like that was like the big name. You know, you had Kellogg's, you had Post. And I feel like there's one other name of cereal out there. Um, Post Kellogg's. Uh, who made Lucky Charms? Is that Kellogg's? God. Kellogg's Frosted Flakes. Kellogg's is Frosted Flakes. What about Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Post cereal. Hold on. Cinnamon this Toast is Crunch is post. Have we turned into the fucking Google show now? We did this last week with Busy Phillips. Let's see. Main cereal brand. Hey, look, first three things that come up. Kellogg's. Uh, General Mills, that was the other one. General Mills, that's right. General that, Mills, that's, they that's make Oreos. tricks. Tricks is for kids. Tricks are for kids. Oh, wow, WWE New Day Bootios came up at $116 a box. You better put that shit on eBay, Mark. <laughs> no, I got that shit off the <laughs> shelf right now. What the hell? <laughs> a Golden Crisp. That's yeah, I just uh honey butts and boats. Oh, we started down. what like 15, 15 minutes late, Marty, and I just left the gym. Can I tell you about an embarrassing thing that happens oh, to me at the gym do here? Share. And there? Do share. I mean, there's a few of them. Like I could, we could do a whole fucking show on like embarrassing shit that happens to me at the gym. But I talked about this on Eighty Proof a few weeks ago, and it just happened to me again today. I I have these gray Michael Jordan basketball shorts, uh-huh. and. When I do a lot of cardio, like I did 45 minutes of cardio today, so I was sweating like crazy. Plus, I drank a lot yesterday. So, it's just pouring out of me. Well, I go to the gym to change clothes to get in my car and drive home. And what do I see? A big-ass wet spot right on top of my dick area because I've sweat so much. It looks like I peed on myself. And it's not just me it happens to. I saw my boy Cam Hawkins. He posted a picture the other day. He didn't draw any attention to it, but I saw it. I was like, yep, dick sweat. I see it. That's us, buddy. Dude, but yeah. It, it, that shit sucks. <laughs> so, Does like, it happen to you? That, that's, why I wear, that's, why, that's why I wear black shorts, man. That's why I wear black shorts. I but forget. Then, like, the worst is like at, at work. I Because uh, I wear different color dress pants, you know what I mean? So you can't just wear black. And... Like the 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 faucet in the bathroom, like it always it doesn't matter how fucking slight you put the water on, that shit like just sprays and splashes out of like the, the sink, you know? Oh my so god! So like it like sprinkles onto your pants, and you're like, fuck! It's just water sprinkle. But if I walk out right now, they're gonna think I like sprinkle pissed my pants or something, and that ain't even close <laughs> to what happened. And I'm like, son of a bitch! I fuck it. That's why I, I I love wearing like like my light like gray dress pants or like my beige or my you know tan stuff. Then I'm like, is it worth it? Do I, do I just, you know, just wear dark, but I can't do that all the time. And I'm just like, son of a bitch. So I'm not going to lie. It was like, yep, you ain't going to the bathroom today because you don't want to go to the bathroom. You don't wash your hands. You just wash your hands and real quick, you, you have sanitizer. 
Because you don't need that, that sink splash all over you. Nuh-uh, not today. Not today, devil. So another thing that happened to me at the gym, let's, let's talk about this too. Um, and it, it would only happen to me. Like, I'm there minding my business. Like, I'm not there to bother anybody. I don't want to talk to anybody. There's only a couple people in the gym to begin with on a Sunday. So we have three different rooms. We got like the the what do you call it like the yoga room we got the free weights and then we got like the cardio and the smith machines and all that so i'm done lifting and i'm on the elliptical now the ellipticals that i use are on the second row of cardio machines the first row is like treadmills and stairmasters and shit and then the tvs right and then there's my row and then there's a bunch of shit behind me so i'm there minding my business there's nobody else in the gym this girl walks in the smallest shorts you would ever see in your life gets on the machine right in front of me. There's 17 machines she could get on, Marty. So now I'm uncomfortable because I don't want to be like the creep that looks like he's looking at her. So I'm trying to look every which way possible but where she is. And now my fucking neck hurts because I'm like this the entire fucking time. <laughs> I'm on the elliptical. Like, and I mean, clearly she probably didn't do it on purpose. And I'm not there to like be creepy and stare at her. But my God, like. There was eight machines you could have got on that weren't right in front of me, and you come get right in front of me. And now if somebody walks in, it looks like I'm just standing. If I was to walk in and see the scene that it was, like her right there and a guy behind her. Yeah, it looked like I came in and got on the fucking machine after she did. Meanwhile, I was like 18 minutes into my cardio before she even got there. Like, that shit ain't fair. Why do this to me? Quit doing that, women, (laughs) when y'all go to the gym. Don't put people in awkward situations. <laughs> of course, they're like, it's only awkward because you're making it awkward. Yeah, well, like, No, it's awkward because you put us in that situation. That's yeah, it's why. awkward because I got your fucking cheeks bouncing in my peripheral over oh, here. Peripheral. <laughs> <laughs> Can't tell me not to because all football, they told me to use my peripherals. I yeah, myself they told, to use me, that shit. told me to keep my head on the swivel. And now here I am fucking... Trying to have tunnel vision. Like, the shit, it's it's so weird how life you works You want to know why I passed that ball like John Stockton? Because I got my peripherals working. That's why. <laughs> so, Marty, how the hell was your week? Oh, man. My week was damn good. I'm not even going to lie, man. That's um, good. Killed the work. We killed it this week. It was fantastic. I had some big days. Um, like, top five in the country. Um, damn. Like, number two. Number two. SoCal Mattress Firm, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, my assistant manager was number one on Friday, so we had some really big days. Um, and it was cool. It was a good week. Uh, we went to a uh, theme parks haven't opened yet, but they're starting to. But like one of them always had has always had like food festivals, like always has in the past. And this last year they really added more. But the big one is going on right now, and so we went to that on Friday. Which was pretty cool, you know. It's still social distancing. The th- the rides aren't open, and they just have like all the food and vendors like that. So it was cool, um, yeah. walking around all that. And then, oh man, baseball's in full effect. I'm mm. Not gonna lie, it's been nice being able to sit home and watch baseball games. I wanted to go to the game on Thursday because they were. Um, I tried to go to the game twice in the last two weeks. I tried to go last week because it was the World Series ring ce- uh, ceremony. So I wanted to go to that. Couldn't get tickets. Then I tried to go to the game. I tried for like a week to get tickets for the game on Thursday. Rockies were in town, so it was going to be a good game. Uh, dude, tickets are fucking... The way they're doing tickets this year is ridiculous. The, uh... Like, the, you can't just buy, like, an individual ticket. I mean, you can, but you can't, like, buy... Like, oh, I need three tickets, you know? Or I need two tickets. You can't just do that. You have to buy, like... If you want multiple tickets, you have to buy, like, a pod of tickets... And you mm. pay for like, all the tickets in that pod, which is not a problem. But I got, I'm going to go two, two, t- two seats. I'm going to buy two seats. But like, so they're they're only selling the tickets for the month, and they start like so. Basically, like the first of the month, all the tickets sell out. So like, come a week before, the only pod of two tickets that were available were like dugout seats. Highest giraffe. I'm not paying six hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> before fees. For fucking tickets. I'm sorry. If it was a World Series game, that's a different story. Not a fucking April game against fucking Rockies. Not going to happen. Uh, which is crazy. Because I, I remember there was... We would... You, so, in Coors Field, center field, they don't have, like, seats. They have a set of bleachers up in, in, in center field, right? And they call them the rock pile. And those seats don't go on sale until... 
like a couple hours before the game starts. Yeah. And they're a fucking dollar a seat. We have those here in Atlanta. So we used to go like, oh, well, it's like if it was a game I wanted to go to, I'd get my seats. You know, I'm third base side, like two rows up. Actually, I had, I had connections. So I was like first row, um, third base side, couple, you know, a couple sections over from the actual dugout or a couple of rows over. Um, and I, that's when I go, you know, that's when I would watch, you know, the Dodgers or the Braves are in town. That's where I sat. But it was anybody else. And we're going to the Rockies game to get drunk and just drink and have a good time. You know, we hit the bars downtown, then we go rock across the street and get a rock pile tickets for a dollar and just hang out and drink at the park, you know? Um, but yeah, dude, 650 bucks. I was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. And then they were losing that game until the end. So I'm like, damn, if we if it would, if I would have paid that much money and then they lost, I would have beat myself and oh, it ain't happening. Um, but no, other than that, it was, it's been a, it's been a good week. We had WrestleMania to start the week yeah. off, uh, big week in sales. Dodgers tearing it up. Braves are having some wins. Um, yeah, man, it's finally, good, it's my right. God, fucking flip that shit. Acuna's killing it again. That's what I'm seeing. Uh, yeah. He's like Freddie. You were MVP last year. I'm about to take that shit. I'm gonna take that shit. Um, you know what? I don't. I don't get about baseball. Football, I understand, right? Like football. Um, there's only sixteen. Well, seventeen games now. There's seventeen games, so. Games are important because you only get eight home games. Right. Baseball, there's 162 games. So you got 81 home games. Who the hell is going to pay $600 for you got 81 tries to get those seats? I can't understand how those tickets are so fucking high. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Now, $600 to sit on a 50-yard line for football? Like, my wife's friend Emily got us tickets to go sit in the box seats, Falcons versus Cowboys, uh, a couple years ago. Fantastic seats. The price for them? I probably would pay that price for them, right? Like, because the seats were so good, you're in the club area, like you got your own fucking concession stand and all that. But in baseball, it's not like that team's not going to be here for four nights in a row. Like, why would you pay that much? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, for some people, obviously, it's like for me, I can only go two nights, a, you know, two nights a week, and they only usually play right. one of those days. Um, the crazy thing, so you talk about football, right? And Denver, this is like the year before, this is 2013, so this is the year they go to the Super Bowl and lose. Um, I remember we went to the, uh, they played the Eagles that season, and they came to town. I was like, yeah, I'm going to that game because, you know, I, I, I was a Mike Vick fan, and so I'm like, Michael Vick's pain. He's coming. He's going to come. I hate Peyton Manning, so I'm going to watch Michael Vick beat Peyton Manning's ass. And, dude, we got tickets up in, like, the fucking nosebleeds, and they were $450. Mm, try like, being a Cowboys fucking fan. Fucking nosebleeds, man. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Um, Packers, I mean, they they can be expensive, but for the most part, you know, most places, parts of that park or that stadium are fucking decent price. You know, a couple hundred bucks. 50-yard uh, line. I remember a couple years ago, I was going to get tickets to go out there for a game. And fit the yard line, like one section up was like 230 bucks. I'm like, hell, uh, yeah, I'm going. But then stuff happened at work, and I was like, oh, I can't get the time off. So I'm like, oh, but, so there goes for that trip. Um, but yeah, it was crazy. The Bron- fucking Broncos, man. I hate the Broncos so much. Yeah. So you were talking about work stuff going good for you. I've had some good work stuff go on this week, too. I've been, I've been battling at work since COVID started. Um, I feel like in the alcohol industry, we've been working more than ever, right? We're shorthanded like crazy. We're trying to get all these people hired because we use temps a lot at my job. And now unemployment pays more than what temporary work pays, right? So nobody wants to actually work. And I mean, I get it on one hand, but on the other hand, I don't. Because you come in as a temp, you can get hired and you can actually have a career in our company going forward. Like you come in, you prove yourself, you, but nobody does that anymore, right? Like nobody wants to be the grunt and work their way up. Everybody wants to come in making top money. Right. So we don't have any temps, so we don't have any help. We've got drivers leaving because they're overworked. Right. So my department is the draft department and with the bars and the stadiums and all that shit getting closed down at the beginning. Yeah, we were we were really, really slow for a while. So they were relocating us. But my job itself, I feel like I've worked harder the past year and done more 
and been more valuable for the company than I ever have. Mm. So I had a meeting with my manager, his manager and his manager's manager (laughs) about my pay. And they agreed with me and they agreed that some people in our department are outperforming our pay scale. So they've changed it. So our pay scales changed. We also have like new bonuses coming in that we got. And just this past week, I got a call about an interview for a promotion. So nice. uh, I have to get that taken care of. And hopefully that goes well. It's for the job that I've I've wanted when I started this company, you know, four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've interviewed for it before, haven't gotten it. I was told that you never get it on the first couple tries. Well, this is like my fourth try. So I'm hoping this time will be the one. Um, I don't know when the interview is yet, but hopefully that goes well. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's been really good. I'm fully vaccinated now. I got my second dose a couple of days ago. Nice. Um, you, um, you made a comment about like people not wanting to come in cause of temp. Um, I've been interviewing cause we've had some moves and like I got my, uh, one of my employees, but I got her promoted, uh, had some shifting and moving people to other stores. So I need to have some openings. So trying to get staffed up before the season starts, you know? And I, we did an interview a couple weeks ago and we asked the guy, you know, so like what, you know, what you've been up to for the last five years, what you've been up to, you know, your most recent work history. And the dude's like, oh yeah, well, I've just been going, you know, just trying to find the right job been uh, working off and on. Um, I had, you know, careers here, here and here. Um, was there for a long time, and then everything COVID, so things shut down, and it was released, and uh, the last year, you know, i just really been looking for a job where I get paid more than uh, than what unemployment pays me, because unemployment pays me more than most mostly jobs or interviews I've, yep. I'm like, and I look at his resume, he hasn't had a job, and he hasn't had a job I listed on there, like, whether he's had jobs since in the last year, I don't know, you know, maybe something here and there, but there's nothing on his resume from like over a year, like last March, you know what I mean? And I'm just sitting thinking the whole time, you're just collecting unemployment still a year later? Like, what the fuck? And like, are you kidding me? You're, you're going to tell me you're only looking job if it pays you more than unemployment? Like, dude, what are you wasting my time for? One, you're going to get paid more than unemployment here. It's, that's just, you are. Uh, but yeah, man, I was like, hmm. People just have these red flags. I, I've always been a pretty good judge of character, and when the red flags hit, I'm like, yeah. This is already a guy who, like, missed his interview because he thought it was a different day. And he told us, yeah. you know, he's like, oh, like, well, you fucking confirmed on the email that it was for this day. Well, I never, I never would have uh, confirmed that interview if I would have known. I'm like, so your attention to detail sucks. Got it. Noted. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's crazy out here, man, the way – the way the workforce is now, the way it's changing, some of it I agree with and some of it I don't. Like, I I don't agree. I mean, we we got a lot of wrestling to talk about, so we'll have to talk about this another time because I could do a whole fucking 45-minute segment about work and the home-life balance and the whole nine. Um, so we're, what we're going to do is we'll talk about any purchases we've made this week. I've made a couple. And then we'll take a break. And when we come back, we'll get into uh, whatever you want to talk about, Marty. All right. So did you have you gotten anything in the past week or so? I'm trying to think about that, man. Like, I feel like, oh, you know what? I did. Uh, well, one, dude, I'm not going to lie. This is probably one thing I've been waiting for forever. Forever. MLB, the show. So Xbox now, is buddy. It's coming to Xbox. You're uh, on Xbox? Yeah, I'm on Xbox. Why'd you tell me that? You know, you I got that. an Xbox we, X now. We literally have talked about this a lot. Literally. Have we? Yes. Yes, we have. Um, I have an Xbox X now, and, like, I don't have any friends. Xbox it's like me X. and Dez. No, I don't have Xbox Series X. X. Yeah, I got the new one. I don't have a new one. I barely we play We can still I play, though, I right? Play my, I, I just got the new one, my Xbox. This one? newer I just got this newer box, like, a year ago, a year and a half ago. Yeah. And I barely play games on it. Um, Honestly, I didn't fucking need it. I just bought it because I, I needed the uh, new it. hot shit. And then <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I played, like, three games of Madden. I played some Star Wars game that was dope as shit because I got the, uh, is that the Xbox uh, Live pass or whatever. Is that what the – is the Fallen Fallen Jedi? I can't remember. It's a flying game. So I'm oh, just, okay. like, in a fucking yeah, – Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking I'm about. I'm in the joint right the whole yeah. time. And the 4K stuff on it. Like the old game on 64. 
dude, this shit looked like a movie. Mm-hmm. Like, my man walked out, and he was talking to me, and I was like, wait, do they hire actors to do this shit? And I had to look at it, like, close. Dude, like, this Fallen shit Order, dope. or Fallen, uh, Fallen Jedi, the main guy in that one, the kid, you guy you're playing, the kid you're playing, is Cameron Monaghan, the, uh, like, the guy from Shameless, he's the guy that plays Jeremiah, and uh, the Joker on Gotham. Uh, it looks like him, and it, it sounds just like him. I'm like, oh shit! They like, yeah. actually brought like. Well, I you get oh. to choose who you want to be, and I was of course the uh, the bad guy. What are the bad guys' of names? Course. Of course, uh, the what do you call them? What do they call the uh, Knights of Ren? Stormtroopers? No, the fucking. Uh, it's basically like Siths? Darth Vader's people. The Sith. No, the you got the Revolution or whoever they are. Who are they? The, the Rebels. Uh, the rebel, you got the rebels, and then you got the rebels versus the other people. Which is anyway, the, the empire. Yeah, the empire. Okay. I was the empire. Okay. I wanted to be in the empire. Of course you would. So be. I'm flying like I'm trying to fuck some shit up, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to fuck some shit up. So I'm the empire. So uh, and my god, like the shit made me dizzy. It looks so real. <laughs> but yeah, so MLB the show's out. Uh, my game should be here on Monday. Um, I had to get the Jackie Robinson edition. My man, oh, man, gotta go, Jackie, man. Um. Oh, I can't wait for this game so much. Like, oh, I've been waiting for this game for so long. It just pisses me off how much of a stronghold Sony has on certain games. Um, like they have the Marvel, uh, the Avengers game. They have fucking Spider Man, which Spider Man game, the two Spider Man games that came out the last like five years look dope as hell. But you can't play them because they're Sony, so they're not going to release them to anyone else. So fuck Sony. They're the only ones that don't want to go cross-platform with right, everybody because right. they're assholes. So, MLB The Show's out. Going to get that. Um, then I came across these figures on, on like, Instagram or something like that popped up. I'm like, what the hell are these? And they're they're pretty. I don't know, man. I like them. And I'm, I, I, grabbed, I grabbed a couple of them. Let me see if I can pull up the one is a. I got, it's like there's two rock, two of rocks, and two and one Austin. Loyal subjects, that's the name of the website. Um, but one of them is like, obviously it's Steve Austin. It, it's just, it is what it, it's. It's the Steve Austin we know. But then there's the re, the Return Rock, which has the WWE um, title. Um, so these, the, I don't know, these are dope as hell. They're little, they're little figures. Let me see if I can pull this up for you real quick. I know this is, like, boring to everybody else. Well, while you're doing that, I'll tell you what I got, which wasn't much. But during WrestleMania week. So there's Wale. two figures right there. Oh, shit. There's Austin. Oops. And then there's The Rock. Oh, that's cool. But then there's the the there's Return Rock. Flare. Right there. Oh, that's the one. So I grabbed those ones. There's a there's yeah. a there's a two pack with Cena and Undertaker. They only have so many options, and apparently they've been around for a while because they have some that are no longer available, like a Macho Man. Um, they have a Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar two pack, but I'm like, uh, and these are like San Diego Comic Con editions. I'm like, oh shit, these are like legit figures. Uh, so I grabbed a couple of those. I'm gonna see if they, they should be here pretty soon. So I'm gonna take a look at those and see how those go. If they uh, they look pretty cool when they get there. Um, I feel like I just found me another uh, items I'm gonna be start collecting. So, yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, right. Uh, during during WrestleMania week, Wale had a release of uh, t shirts that mm-hmm. he did for Black Wrestling stuff. Ron Simmons, Booker T, Sasha Banks, Mark Henry, Kofi. Uh, it was five of them. They were a little pricey, like a little more pricier than the shirt that I want. But I grabbed the Ron Simmons one the first day it was out, and it's fantastic. It's like a silhouette it's a, of him. It's a champion, Ron, right? Not, not yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when he first won the WCW World Title, right? Uh, and it's like a silhouette. Got the headband, the fucking Jerry Curl, the title. It's fantastic. So then I was like, I couldn't decide which other ones I wanted, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna get all of them. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like I, I need every one of these because. Honestly, the one the least on my totem pole was the Mark Henry one, but I was like, I kind of like the Mark Henry one too. 
But I really wanted Kofi. I really wanted Sasha. And I really wanted Booker T. Booker T is the one where he's standing there with the U.S. title and the world title. Mm-hmm. When he first got to WWE. Like, there's a bunch of memes made out of it. Yep. Sold out. Uh, so I ended up just getting the Sasha one also. Kofi wasn't sold out. But I was like, if I can't get all of them, then I'm just going to get the Sasha one. So I got Sasha and Ron Simmons. And I fucking love them. They are... They're honestly, I probably won't wear them anywhere. They'll probably get hung up with the Becky two belt shirt that I got and I'll figure out some kind of way to like preserve them for the future. But they're just really two, two really good shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a good way to cap off WrestleMania t-shirt week. I hadn't bought any figures. Hadn't really seen any. Went to target yesterday with the wife. We saw, um, uh, AEW figures on pegs for the first time at target in a while. Must they were nice. all reho. Or Riho. Because why wouldn't they be? Why um, wouldn't it be? And then we saw a couple of WrestleMania figures. Four Goldbergs and one Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. The tag said WrestleMania Elite 50% off. So I was like, I'm going to get the Goldberg just because yep. I like the belt. Yep. Right? I go, I try to, I scan it to make sure it's not coming up. So I asked the guy. This motherfucker, Marty, goes over and goes, well, I don't think that's the one it's talking about. I think it's talking about the big giant ones with the ring that comes with it. And so he rips the tag off and takes it away. And I'm like, wait a minute. I didn't even because I was going to take a picture of it and take it to the manager before I could. This motherfucker rips the tag off. So I'm like, yeah, I don't want it then. I was like, you could have had my 10 bucks. That was a Target? Now you're not going to get shit. Yeah. Dude, I saw Target all the time and Target pissed me off on Friday. Um, I that's where I get the formula for the baby at, and because they always have a deal, you know, like buy two get a ten dollar gift card, buy three get a twenty dollar gift card. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm like, if I'm gonna get money back, I'm gonna buy it from there. Right. And they always you scan on the Target app, it's always on there. And then uh, I think they have it posted on the on the like on the the shelf with all the all the sales and all the like all the price tags. So I grab it, I go up to the register and and scan. She's like, I'm like, she's like, I give her the gift card from last time. And then I was like, well, where's my gift card now? She's like, oh, it doesn't come with the gift card. I'm like, yeah, it does. Scan it. She's like, oh, yeah, it does come with the gift card. Oh, wait. Oh, this is only if you buy online. I'm like, no. First of all, it always says that, and it always get my gift card. Secondly, if it was for online, why would they advertise it on the shelf in the store? Do they expect me to buy it online while I'm in store to come back and pick it up right. two hours later? No. Oh, well, that's not. I'm like, no, no, no. Just fucking do it. I got to go. Baby's in the car crying. So let, give me the formula. Give me my gift card. That's why I came here to buy you, give you my shit. Well, I can give you a gift card or I can just give you like $5 off each one. I'm like, I don't really don't give a shit. Whichever one's easiest for you, just do it. Well, I, uh, I didn't. I'm like, just take $5 off. I don't care. Just do it. You're making this more difficult than it needs to be. And that's ridiculous. Guess what? You're an employee. You're empowered. Do your job. So she took the money off it. I'm like, this is ridiculous. I, I, I shouldn't have to be in line for something that, that I came in for. Right. Uh, I, I, it literally says, you scan it, and it says, I get it. Just give it to me. Um, that's like, I don't usually don't have that issue, but I did this week. And so it's just funny you said you had that issue, too. It's a fucking target. You don't yep. do good shit. Don't be turning to Walmart. Don't turn to Walmart. Well, Marty, we're not going to take as many breaks because right now Spreaker's not paying us that much. So, fuck it. We'll take one, maybe two breaks this time. And when we come back, we'll get into some WrestleMania talk. We'll get into some releases from the WWE. And we'll get into whatever else in the pro wrestling world that you want to talk about here on Boot to the Face. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Boot to the Face's post-WrestleMania episode. I'm Chris Rucker along with Marty Vasquez. We are bringing you all the talk in the pro wrestling world. Marty, what do you want to talk about first? Let's start where it matters. WrestleMania 37, night one. Let's get into it, man. You you tell me what you want to talk about, and I'll give you my thoughts about it. Well, first of all, well, I'll ask you at the end of it, which night was your favorite night? I already know the answer, but we'll get to that afterwards. Um, Yeah, there was uh, a lot of different things going on in this one. Uh, I what was your favorite match of the night? Was it was it Bianca and Sasha? Favorite match, probably yes. Favorite moment, I'll tell you. Not one thing 
at WrestleMania both nights made me jump off my couch and scream at the result as to when Lashley made Drew pass out from the hurt lock. Like I didn't, I, I expected Drew to like counter and end up fucking hitting the, uh, what is this kick called? The I was going to say the bro kick, the Claymore and Lashley made him pass out. And I'm telling you, I ju- I'm like, let's go. Like, I was like, hell yeah. Like this mania is good from here on out. Like no matter what happens the rest of the night, like I'm fine. But the best match was Sasha and, and Bianca because, you know, it was history. It was, it was a big deal. There was a lot put on them. And let's be honest, like they fucking delivered. Like it's one thing to get the history of being the first two black women to go one-on-one for a title to main event, you know, Becky, Charlotte and Ronda main evented WrestleMania, but it was a triple threat. Like this is just two people one-on-one going out there. And it's the first two time, first time two black women went out and wrestled for a title and they main evented. All the pressure in the world is on them. And I'm not going to lie to you. I was nervous as hell when I saw Bianca crying at the beginning of it. Cause we all know Sasha's a crier too. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, Oh my God, they're going to like the moment's too big. They're about to fuck it up, man. They wiped that shit off and they went at it. And I loved every second of it, except the end of it. Cause I wanted Sasha to win. Yeah. I, uh, take away everything about it. Take away, you know, the two women, take away two first black women. Just, just look at the match itself. Uh, I love that match. And I love that Bianca beat Sasha's ass. I love that Bianca whipped the shit out of her like a fucking horse whip and left that welt on there throughout the next day. Cause, or the whole week. Cause fuck, that shit sounded, that, I felt that pain. Cause I, I'm like, so, side story. When I used to run the feed store when I was a kid in high school, my two best friends, we had like our horse training whips and everything like that. And the longest, you know, um, one of the, one of our friends, like he, he was a good, he was a bit of a goof, you know? And I'm like, hey man, go go out to the go load the truck up, and he'd come back in. We'd be ready for him. Just whoosh, as soon as he walk in the door, and just slap him across the back, you know, slap him across the stomach. Um, so I know that shit hurts, but we were dumb kids, you know. Play with the whip, play with the <laughs> cattle prog, you know. See how long you hold on to the cattle prog. Uh, we were dumbasses, you know. But little, sounds like listen to her whip her with her hair and see it instantly. It was like, oh. Yeah, you know that shit hurt. Yeah. Um, I like Cesaro and Seth. I thought that was a damn good match. Great match. Um, Great match. I didn't care for Bobby and and Drew McIntyre. I really didn't. I hated the submission. I don't mind him beating him by submission. I just hated the way they called it. Um, Like, there's no theatrics to it anymore when the people pass out or tap, you know? Yeah. Like, in, in night two, they did this. But in night one, like what happened to the raising of the hand to see to check on them? Um, they didn't do that in the dream. They just like, oh, he's out. Okay, call the mat. And then all of a sudden, like he let goes, and Drew's like just rolls over and looks up. But then like night two, I think it was uh, Oscar and Rhea were like they like they're lifting the hand to make sure that they haven't passed out. And I'm like, yeah, consistency, people. Because like you remember that shit, like you growing up and watching it, and like. Oh, it didn't matter. It was Rock. It was Jericho. Though, and it happened as Cena does it. Uh, but like you know, they drop the hand, and then one, two, and then you know they stop it before the third time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that shit was like that. That shit got you going. And it was like, oh man, they're they're building into it. They're they're buying in. And then with Bobby and Drew McIntyre, it's like, uh, okay, yeah, we're gonna call it. Like, man, you didn't even look at his hand. You didn't even look to see if he's got a pulse going through that shit. Just because his eyes are closed doesn't mean he's passed the fuck out. But they did that last time, too. Um, who was the last one that they passed out? Was it McIntyre? No, Roman. When Roman was passing, like, they didn't they didn't even do none of that shit either. And it's like, come on, man. Be consistent with that shit. Like, just don't be lazy. And so that bothered me about that. Didn't bother me he tapped out, passed out. It bothered me that they didn't really go the full extent to, like, really build, like, like, build to that like if he would have lifted his hand up three times and it fell three times to me that has more value to it. that's just more weight to that pass out the two things that i didn't like about it was they tried to make it seem like mvp had such a big hand in the finish and he really didn't like he just yelled watch out bobby and drew stopped like why are you stopping like go kick him in the face and then they even played off of it on monday Drew's like, you know, you got involved, but no excuses. But he really didn't. 
why couldn't Lashley just move out of the way and then put him in the hurt lock? Like, why does it need to be right? Or if he has to do it that way, if you're going to say MVP interfered, then make Drew tap out. Yeah. Like, don't pass out and be all heroic about it. Like, make him tap out. Put that finish over. Mm-hmm. But, man, I'm telling you, I'm a real big person for optics. There's not a motherfucker alive that would look better with that title on them than Bobby Lashley does. When he walks out and that fucking music is playing, which is fantastic, and he comes to the top of the stage and he's got that belt on, that is your motherfucking champion right there. Like, there is nothing you can tell me about anybody else that would look like more of a champion than Bobby Lashley does. First Brock, thing. Drew, Orton, lock, Roman, I don't the care. the lock just like the master lock just re-envisioned? It's the full Nelson. It's the... It's the the master lock. It's the full Chris, Nelson. Chris Masters was doing that shit on WWE before he did. He win the title with it though. Just saying. Just saying. He ain't. He ain't. He ain't. He ain't, he ain't so, the Almighty. Another side note. <laughs> I remember when the, the master level Chris Masters was there, and that's my brother was was, was really watching wrestling at the time too. And I remember we used to do this shit all the time. We do that shit. We'd be in the break room at work because we both worked at Home Depot at that time, and we would be at the break room. We'd be like, all right, let's see if we can get out of the master lock. And he'd sit down on the chair in the in the fucking break room. I'd put the master lock, you know, the full Nelson, put the master lock on him, and he'd just sit there trying to get out of it. I'm like, yeah, you ain't getting out of shit. You're buying lunch today. I should. He should hang out with my daughter Layla. She knows how to get out of Perfect. it. Perfect. Like I put her in. Uh, I put her in the full Nelson. She just drops straight down. Like say, she's out. Like, straight that's up and it. Fall down. <laughs> that's it. Oh, um, yeah, that's. You know, the fucking Chris Masters, by the way, is the NWE, NWA, like television champion or something, right? N- no, not tel- no, he's the northern champion, the red belt that they got. No. North American champion. No, he's not. Television champion is the Pope. He's got the he's got the red belt. No. Television champion is the Pope. He, he doesn't have that. What do you belt? mean? No. Wait, he's not the television champion. He's the North American Chris champion. Masters. Yes. Yes. But that's not the red belt, though. The North American title is the North belt. Somebody else just posted. No, no. Somebody, uh, somebody else just posted like two days ago with the red belt. The television champion also has a red strap, but the red one that's like shaped like the United States. Got it. Okay. Is Chris Masters' title? Okay, got it. Uh, but why are we talking about Chris Masters in the middle of WrestleMania? I have I no don't fucking know. idea. I don't know. But night one, night one was Natty and really Tamina, I fucking hated that match so much. It was a really good kickoff though. Like it the was. fans were back. Like it felt. It felt like WrestleMania for the first time in over a year. Like, it felt like I was watching WWE wrestling. Uh, kick it off with Lashley and Drew was really good. Ah, um, uh, dude. I, Omas, I, 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 like, I like Omas. I'm not even going to lie. Can I tell you? He just, I don't fucking care. I'm going to come in and I'm going to beat you up. I was like a fucking rag doll. Can I tell you how much I love that WWE with the crowd there is not like shying away from the shit talk that still no, goes on not. like when xavier said we're effectively cutting the ring in half <laughs> like i'm not gonna lie i was on the ground laughing i was a little drunk too but <laughs> just a little when they were talking just a little when they were talking shit like omas was about to start and he's like no aj you start what are you scared of <laughs> so aj comes in the ring and they whooped his ass for oh, like 15 minutes yeah they but did when Omos came in the ring, like that was if it. they can get um, if the two of them can get his uh, phenomenal forearm off his shoulders, like so fluid, that shit's gonna look fucking sick. Yeah, because he's gonna be projecting himself into the fucking other side of the ring by that point. Yeah, so that was good. Uh, what other matches happened on night one? We had Shane O'Mac and his ass beat by Braun. Didn't care. To I think I went upstairs and like got something to eat during that match. Bad Bunny beat the Miz. Oh, I like you that. know what? Like we we match. need to talk about this match because everybody on the internet and all the little smart fans, they're bitching and complaining about Bad Bunny being there, and he's just taking away everybody else's spot. You could tell this guy, this guy worked his ass off to try to get good at it, and you had wrestlers come out like on social media saying, look, this dude like respected what we do. He worked his ass off to get really good at it. He didn't just walk in no, he was and fucking do a couple moves. He was for three months. This dude was selling his you ass know, off. He remind there's only there's one other guy who did as much work to come over to get over and actually perform, and, and that was Stephen Amell. You know what I mean? When Stephen Amell, oh had, man, like, all in. Yeah, well, not even all in. He, was, when WWE, he 
He was in yeah. WWE first. But at All In, he was, he was so good at All yes. In, that one-on-one Agreed. match with Chris Daniels. Agreed. I was there live for that. My God, like when he went through that table, mm-hmm. I was like, what are you doing? You're in the middle of filming a green arrow. <laughs> <laughs> he comes out with Prometheus with him and shit. Like, yeah, that was that was good shit. But yeah, yeah, he the dude put his work in. Um, I, I think we're going to see him again. Not maybe not anytime oh, yeah. soon. Uh, we're definitely going to see him again. Um, definitely. And I'm, and I'm good with that. I'm good with that. And the Miz and Morrison, you got to give them credit too for for how good they were working with them. Like, yeah, I don't like to get into the particulars of who's doing what and who's calling what and, you know, stuff like that. Because I'm, you know, just a fan. Like, I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. But they did really good making him look good right. the whole time. So, shout out to them too. Uh, but yeah, night one. Night one was really good. I enjoyed it. Now on to night two. Uh, I mean, we start with the master. I started it all with Randy versus Alexa and the Fiend, or the Fiend with Alexa. Uh, I don't know. Definitely, it definitely was the the, the match that had the the big op- the big entrance out of the yeah. entire card, um, which expected something. You know what I mean? But oh, interesting finish. Yeah, Randy got you the know- win. But the Raw Women's Division got so much more interesting after night two of WrestleMania. Because mm-hmm. um, clearly, Alexa's about to get pushed as a women's wrestler. I'm hope like, she doesn't wrestle much anymore. And I, I love her in the role that she's in. I wasn't really a fan of her wrestling. Because um, to me, it wasn't believable. Somebody being that small, like, dominating all of the better wrestlers when she had her title runs. But... If you throw in this character to it, and it's not just her out wrestling people, it's actually character work. I can oh, buy into character that. work. It's the this um, special effects. Yeah, it, it's it's all a, that kind of shit. What's the? I'm dropping the word on it. On it. Well, but yeah, she's, she she's got it all. She she's at that yeah. with that with that character. She's like Randy at that point. Like she's just the mind games are there and like the right. strategy behind it. And it, it's the crazy thing. Like she's got like three different personas at that point. And when when they switch on, you can see the progression. Like she flips a switch when she becomes whatever. Like that that version, the dark version of her. And like you could see her wrestling actually gets better. With that, like she's playing down her wrestling to be look like it's not as good when she's right. Alexa, which I love that. That's like the, the progression in her character. So the division got better Sunday night, or I shouldn't say better, more interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, she clearly turned on the fiend and she explained it Monday night. With my the, my the big thing with this is my big thing with this is we watched Seth Rollins in Hell in a Cell hit this motherfucker with every, I think he shot him. Didn't he shoot him? Like, <laughs> I think he shot him with a 1911, like three to the head, and the fiend still kicked out. And yet, here we are at WrestleMania. This guy gets an RKO, and he stays down. Well, like man, Only one person's kicked out of the RKO in like 20 years. Yeah, but still. Only one like, person. It's, the RKO, the R, that just tells you the RKO is more effective than the pedigree. Because I, mean, yeah, I don't think he got a curb sucks. stomp that game, uh, that match. Yeah, he curbed something like seven times. The, he did everything piles. he could have did he, he to that guy. He under chairs. Yeah, he did everything he could in the Hell in a well, Cell match. Yeah, and he kept getting up. This way. Randy put the, like, burned the guy. He fried him up. He's not the same guy. He's been A lot's been taken out of him. So, it, you know, just, I'm not going to take Man. away from Randy's move. But it's RKO. It's like I'm not no. I'm not trying to take away from his move. It's, you know, it, it's the one move. Like, people have kicked out of the curb stomp. People have kicked out. I'm just saying... He did nothing to him before that, though. Like, The Fiend was dominating the match. And Randy just hit him with, like, an out-of-nowhere well, RKO, and the match is over. I think it comes down to the fact that what happened before that. So, I think that whatever character of Alexa that was has a mind hold over The Fiend. Because he just stopped. And, like, straight, like, come here, Michael. Michael, come here. You know, like, Mike, straight Michael Myers. Like, just come, come, come to sister, Michael. And he just started, you can see him start walking that way. So I think he's like in a trance as well. And then gets the RKO. So I'm going with that. And rather than like being full force fiend or Bray Wyatt, um, that's what I'm, that's what I, that's the, that's the story I took from yeah. that happening. Yeah. Uh, other thing, night two, 
you know, I really liked Big E and Apollo. Uh, apparently, the New Day pissed off. Apparently, the New Day pissed off all the like big black people when Kofi won at WrestleMania because they just get like they're getting squashed by huge motherfuckers. Um, I like Apollo. I've told you this. I I like the fact that he's buying into the character. He's still using the accent like throughout the match, which tells me he's bought into it. Like he's not breaking character at all. Like he's talking shit throughout the match in character. I love that. Um, you said you hated the finish. I, you know, he did the fucking, the, uh, what was my guy's name? The Samoan bulldozer. Umaga. He did the fucking thumb to the throat. I love that move. Yeah, but he w- that, we, that wasn't the finish though. The the one guy came in and, and, and interfered. Yeah, the guy that the guy that came in oh, and interfered yeah, yeah, yeah. grabbed Big E and hit him with the yeah, thumb, but, and then he Apollo, did the fucking big ass choke Apollo. slam on Fuck him. Apollo. Yeah, this is my commander. Shut the fuck up. Apollo's the man. Um, <laughs> I guy. wanted Big E to win. I, I, but, I wanted Big E to win. That's all that matters. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not mad at like I like it. Could keep going with it. We got uh, Sheamus beat the shit out of Riddle at the time, but I love it. Fuck Matt Riddle. Such a good match, though. Yes. I don't like either one of them. I don't like either like one Sheamus. of them. Fantastic match. Uh, Fantastic Kevin match. Kevin Owens beat Sami Zayn. That, I knew that was coming. Um, Rhea Ripley and Asuka. I, don't, I still don't get it. I I tried. I watched it with an open eye, Marty. I said, okay, I don't like Ripley, and everybody tells me I'm wrong. It's WrestleMania. They're more than likely going to put the title on her. Make me believe. I still don't get it. Yeah, and that makes two of us. Um, I just something about her just does not. I don't know. She beat Oscar with a pump handle slam. One, we got Oscar versus her again the next line. Now we instantly got fucking Oscar and Charlotte, or Rhea and Charlotte again. It's fucking stupid. It's just to put the title on Charlotte again. Um, just in case, just in case we don't get to this later because we're all like we're already running low on time. I fucking love Charlotte's promo. I don't like me and you both. We're on the same boat. We don't like Charlotte. I loved her promo. Like, accept it. Fucking embrace what everybody's saying. Bring that shit out. Like, to me, Charlotte is so robotic when she talks. This was like real shit. Like, she was mad at everybody. Like, all y'all do is say that I get this and I get handed that. Because the truth is, she does work hard. Like, she's not just handed stuff. She has to go out there and earn it, right? But in our eyes, she gets put in all these positions to win, which I think she does. She gets all of these opportunities, which I think she does. But to her, she's like, I fucking work for this. I love their promo. I really did. I'm not excited about her being back in the title picture already. But at <laughs> the same time, it's the same fucking promo we've heard her give a million times. I don't think we have. This uh, is this is way different. This same. was different than high, the rest of them. Maybe it. just because of her high, pitchy-ass, whiny voice, mm. her looking at the camera... Her this one was different. I, she wasn't robot. I'm Charlotte Flair. She literally said that, that, like, there was none times. of this. Like she came out there and she fucking let you know. Just because and... she looks like a new Charlotte doesn't mean she is a new Charlotte. Um, Roman Reigns. Oh wait, we gotta Charlotte give Jay Uso. We gotta give our man Jay Uso some props for winning the Andre the Giant Battle Royale on Friday Main night. Jay Uso. Main event. Jay Uso. You know, there's people um, that don't like say that. I, I, I sat there. I'm like, when the fuck did they come up with this nickname for him? Well, who the fuck came up with this nickname? Made of Van J. Okay, whatever. Roman called him that, Roman and it him? stuck. Oh, yeah, because he's been main event in SmackDown uh, since he started like beefing with Roman and joining the Tribal Chief. Um, I don't think I think people are. I think people are focusing on the wrong thing with Jay Uso that he gets involved in these matches. And they're missing the fact that this guy constantly turns in bangers against yep. some of the best wrestlers in the world. As a tag team wrestler that no longer has his twin brother with him because he's out injured, this guy shows up on the main event. Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, Cesaro, Rollins, like whoever, Roman, multiple times, whoever you put him in there with, he is having a banger of a match. And I think people are missing that because they're upset that he interferes in, in Roman's matches. Roman's a heel, though. Like, he's supposed to get interfered. Guess what? Seth Rollins had six fucking people on his side when he was champion. Then when they say shit that about fucking Randy or Big Show or J&J Security or Triple H. How about fucking Austin when he turned on The Rock and became heel? He had McMahon yeah. in the main event of WrestleMania, yeah. right? 
How about fucking Triple H had the McMahons help him beat The Rock? Not in only the main that, event of McMahons WrestleMania. and he had the fucking DX. Right. Like, it's old as fucking wrestling is, but all of a sudden, how you do but it. all of a sudden, because Roman's doing it, we have a problem with it. But this is a slurping Roman again. I think it's funny when people get crybaby on their opinions. It's like, dude, first of all, you, you could say your opinion. But it's the same opinion no matter what you post on, no matter what you say. It's always the same shit. You don't like Roman. We get it. You don't, like, Get over it. Like, fuck. Um, well, they really didn't like the finish of that match because he pinned both them both motherfuckers them. at one time. Both of them. Take their ass And for everybody off. going on the technicalities, Roman covered Edge and he covered Daniel Bryan. So the fact that Edge's legs were over the top of Daniel Bryan, Edge's shoulders were also down too. So don't give me that fucking Edge one shit. No, Roman beat both of them. He fucking smashed them and stacked them like he said he would. How good was that promo too? Like, at WrestleMania, I'm going to pin both of y'all and you're going to look up at me and see a better man and be mad about it. I'm like, man, that's... Did you see... <laughs> Apparently, the video going around about what happened after the after the car went over. No, apparently Roman, they're booing him, obviously, and he goes. He I guess he goes to the four post, and he starts blowing them kisses to the fans. <laughs> like, thank you, thank you. Talk your shit, get over it. Yeah, I love I love the fact that Roman's just like fuck you. You, you oh, I suck. You, you, row three, I suck. Guess what, bitch? I'm the fucking champion. That's what's um, up. I love WWE The Bump doing the like post-show wrap-up like it was a Super Bowl or something. Mm-hmm. They ended up doing an interview with Roman after uh, the night before they did a uh, recap or whatever. I think WWE and Peacock needs to do that more. Like Man, I, I, they tried they tried that years ago with the like press conference. They were trying to rip off New Japan at like WrestleMania 30, and then they let it go. But I do think with all the all the people they have on staff, all the everything. I think they need to do post shows from these big pay-per-views like this. Absolutely. Like, cause, cause I, I sat here and as soon as WrestleMania went off, it came on and I sat here and watched the whole damn thing. They had like reaction. They had people's tweets going by. They were reading, they interviewed some of the wrestlers. Like they made it feel big. Mm-hmm. And I think they, at the very least, they should do that to the big four pay-per-views. Yeah, absolutely. I think. Um. <clears throat> yeah, fucking first night of WrestleMania, I had to wait an hour after the show ended before the replay popped up. So that sucked. I didn't get done watching the WrestleMania night one until like two a.m. Night, night. But night you two. got to fast forward. Yeah, but I, I didn't fast forward nothing. Though. I did get to rewind. That was nice. I did get to rewind a yeah. few times. Um, but I didn't fast forward nothing. I, I uh, at the end of the day, um, I enjoyed both nights. Um, I think they were both pretty even stacked. I don't. I can't say that one was better than the other because there was a match here and there that was great on both nights, and then there was a couple of matches that was like, yeah, whatever. Um, so I think for me it was pretty balanced. And as for yeah. it all, I thought it was. I'm not gonna. I don't care. I thought it was one of the best WrestleManias we've seen. Um, I give it an A. I love it. I love the card. Um, love the different things that happened. I think that there was some uh, wins that you would have and that we weren't really sure were going to happen. Yeah, we could say we wanted it to happen. But I think there was some some good stuff, and I enjoyed it. I liked it, and I was happy with it. I um I don't want to say off top it was one of the best WrestleManias, just because we were like clamoring for the crowd to be back and like to get this big feel. So it may take a while before I can I can grade what it was. But I will say that the first night I enjoyed the story more of all the matches. The first night had better storytelling. The second night had better match, like, quality. Mm -hmm. Like, the physicality, the fucking, I'm here to win, I don't like you, (laughs) and I'm trying to fucking destroy. Like, that Sheamus and Riddle match, for that to be one of my favorite matches, but I think, even more than that, I think SmackDown showed out. Yeah. Like, I think SmackDown probably had the top three matches of all of them. Roman, the main event with Roman, Edge, and Brian was really good. Cesaro. Were, yeah, you know, was SmackDown. Cesaro and Rollins on night one, and then Bianca versus Sasha. I think those are your three best matches that include that encompassed everything, right. not just like shit thrown together. And they had, but like storytelling, match quality, the finish, like all of it. I think SmackDown like showed they're the better brand right now. Right, and that's your WrestleMania wrap up, Marty. So you want to take a break, and then we'll come back and close the show out with a. Uh, 
some of this release talk. Yeah, let's do that. We'll be right back here on Boot to the Face. Do you experience digital eye strain from too much blue light exposure from digital screens? Baxter blue glasses are not your average frames. These blue light lenses filter 80% of the highest energy blue light, eliminating 99% of glare. The past year, we've all been glued to our devices more than ever. I know me for one, I've been doing more podcasting and reading to do research for those podcasts. Our exposure to digital light has soared, and our eyes and our sleep are suffering as a result. Baxter Blue is also a force for good and provides a pair of reading glasses for someone in need for every pair sold. This is eyewear built for our digital age, and Baxter Blue has given our listeners 10% off your next purchase of blue light, sleep, or kids' glasses. Click the link in our show notes for your exclusive discount. This is the sign that you've been waiting for to invest in blue light glasses. We know you will love your Baxters, and we know that you will feel the difference. Welcome back. Boot to the face. Post-WrestleMania, Marty Vasquez and Chris Rucker. Marty, a lot of releases happened this week. Uh, You want to talk about who you're... Happy, upset, indifferent about, and then uh, clearly there's one name on here that I want to talk about. Yeah, I uh, I thought it was an interesting list. Most, I'll be honest, most of them we haven't seen on TV in a while. A couple of them we've only seen TV at WrestleMania or night, Friday night before Mania because of a battle royal. Um, I you know I'll be honest, I know that she's a girl, um, but Mickey James not being on there, you know, I honestly. We haven't seen her very much. Legends Night. Um, she was on commentary. But other than that, like, I think for her, this is better. She's just it's like, let her go do her thing. You know what I mean? Um, but the three that, like, stood out, like, really? Samoa Joe, Billy Kay, and Peyton Royce. And Samoa Joe isn't because of his wrestling. Because, I, personally, I, don't, I, I think, he, and I got some flack for this, because uh, he's a liability as a wrestler. And people, you know, people are like, "Whoa, liability!" And whoa, how's he a liability? He never hurts anybody. He's not. He's not Nia Jax. He's not this. I'm like, a liability to himself. The dude can't stay fucking healthy. The dude had three concussions in fucking a month and a half. The dude got a concussion filming a fucking commercial. I'm like, are you kidding me? How is he not a liability? Um, they made Christian retire because of concussions and liabilities like that. Like, are you serious? But the reason why, but Samoa Joe on the mic is so fantastic. I love Joe on the mic. And so that, I think that's going to be a big loss, especially with the announcer changes that he had this week. Um, Samoa Joe was instantly uh, missed, especially after calling matches at WrestleMania. Um, Billy Kay, I'm not a big fan of Billy Kay. I've, I've been saying that since day one. But, like, she is a mainstay in that division. She is, like, she... I mean, she she is she's quality as far as, like, what she brings to everybody and she's always um i mean she got that comedic factor and that's you know without her there they don't have that at all really uh but peyton royce i think peyton royce at her as wrestling i think peyton royce is probably the biggest loss on this list i personally really mojo Bo, Kalisto, wesley blake chelsea green and tucker are you telling me any of those were going to be big name wrestlers? I'm, you know, I'm not going to disparage anybody, but I don't think Peyton Royce was the biggest name lost. I'm talking about. I'm talking I don't about even potential. think she was like the top. I don't even think she was like the top five of the. And I like Peyton Royce. I'm a big fan of her. I but know. I think for everyone on this list, she's been the one that's been up front and getting the the push, so to speak, out of everyone yeah. on that list. Oh, um, she's definitely, yeah. Then that, I, that's I what I mean. That. Like, Chelsea Green, I think Chelsea Green would be better than her, but Chelsea Green's been hurt every time she gets an opportunity. Yeah. Um, Tucker, I, I mean, I guess we could we could have seen what the, I guess the guy has potential, but we haven't been able to see any of that, and we never had. Um, Wesley Blake, again, another guy, never showed anything. Mojo was a joke. I don't care what anyone says about time. I'm surprised he's there as long as he was. Bo Dallas has been living on a farm for the last year and a half. And Kalisto is just another mid-carder who is just there to be a name. I mean, he's, they've based, they've let everyone else go associated with Kalisto, so it's only a matter of time before they let him go. Um, and, other, yeah, other than that, that right there puts Peyton Royce as, as like, the one that's been – and what I mean is, like, she's the only – she's the one that's been up front and center out of this entire list. 
So she's the one that they put more behind, which was a kind of a shock that they let her go. Um, given there's other, probably other reasons, I would say I'm not gonna lie. I, I get, I bet there's probably a reason. Most of these, not only were they released, I can see half this list asking for their release in WWE. Going, okay, yeah, we're gonna let people go, and we'll if you want to release, we're planning on letting people go. So we'll we'll add your name to the list. So my thoughts on everybody that got released, I kind of agree with you. It'll be better in the long run for everybody. My my thing with Mickey James, though, is not necessarily the release. It's the treatment mm-hmm. since she's been back. I feel like, for whatever reason, WWE doesn't respect her as one of the goats and the pillars of that division. Like, they put Trish on a way higher pedestal than they put Mickey. They put Beth Phoenix. They put Lita. They put all these women way on a higher pedestal than her. And I don't understand why. Because she was like the bridge in between the Lita and Trish era to the Divas era to now. Mm -hmm. Like, without... In football, they say you can't go to the Hall of Fame unless the NFL can't write their story without you. You can't write the women's division story without Mickey James. And I feel like for whatever reason, WWE doesn't treat her that way. Since she's been back, she came back. She had a great match with Oscar for the NXT title. She had a good program with Becky, but she was always like Alexa Bliss's friend, right? Like she was always teamed with Alexa. She was never put on the pedestal that you thought. She said on a podcast that during the Royal Rumble, they had to fight for her and Trish to get that moment where they squared off against each other because people backstage said nobody's going to remember that. Are you fucking serious? Nobody's going to remember Trish versus Mickey, like the best women's storyline in the history of wrestling. Nobody's going to remember that for whatever reason. I don't know who's at fault. WWE doesn't respect the greatness that Mickey James is. So maybe this is good. If she wants to continue wrestling, maybe she can go somewhere else, you know, and and make you respect who she is. Newsflash evolution, the fucking kickoff match. She carried that match. She was the one in that, not Trish, not Lita, damn sure not Alicia Fox. And I don't mean to say that begrudgingly, but it wasn't Alicia Fox. Mickey James carried that match. Carried it. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't get the the way they they respect some legends and they don't respect others. And to me, she's a legend. And to me, they don't respect her the way they should. They don't celebrate her the way that she should. She should have been taken way more seriously when she was more active. She came back from her injury. She was in a feud with Lana and uh, Natty, your girl. She had that weird title match with Oscar where the referee called. That was the last time we saw her on TV. That's how you send her out. And then you have her commentating during NXT. And now she's released. I, I don't get it. But, you know, it is what it is. Onward and upward, and a little breaking news. We might have a little boot to the face, Gall TV crossover going on, Marty. Um, I like it. I like it. So, anyway, you know. As long as I don't get left sh- out this time. <laughs> oh. Oh. Sorry. Oh. Oh. You remembered. <laughs> Fuck. That's right. Oh, yeah. I forgot you were a part of. Damn it. Hold on. Let me, let me send this message real quick. Um, Shit. No. <laughs> I, I broke the news. Marty can't. I, I forgot. I should have told. I was supposed to tell him after he went to work, not before. Yeah, he went to I, work. show me your schedule again so I can make sure you're at work when this happens. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I just I it ain't necessarily the release that bothers me. It's the, the treatment, treatment that they the treatment that they've given her. You know, since she's been back, and I'm sure financially she could care less right. like right. they paid her pretty good money to come back and whatever and in all honesty wrestlers probably you know i don't know this maybe this is something if we ever talk to her again we can ask her how do wrestlers feel about stuff like this but you know in her mind she's probably like hey this is a job they're paying me well i'm doing what they tell me to do whatever who knows um but as a fan i feel like she was disrespected absolutely uh in her comeback so that's all the time we got, Marty. Uh, we won't get to any shout-outs today. I know you got to get to work. so yeah, Just a quick shout-out, you know, since the Westerman week's over. 
Um, just thank you and much appreciation to everybody. I know we talked about it last week, but that yeah, it was still seeing pictures for WrestleMania T-shirt week. So, uh, you know, it was cool. So, again, cool seeing all the different shirts, seeing all the different people from all over the place. People we didn't even, we don't even follow or even you know we're, we're jumping in on it, and that was fantastic. So, love the reach that we had. Um, the participation, uh, the fun with it. And I can't wait for next year, man. I, I love that week. Yeah, I love it too. Uh, thanks to everybody that participated in WrestleMania T-shirt week. This has been Boot to the Face, episode 133, Marty? 133. 133 for Marty Vasquez. I'm Chris Rucker. See you next week. Peace. Later. It's the crew of the year that you're loving to hate. If you fucking with the team, you catch a boot to the face. Rebound from the boot, I hit the Irish whip. Don't be mad, cause we know your podcast ain't shit. Stop hating, motherfucker. You know he the man. RJ gon' hit you with that ringside rant. And them two hard hitters repping Montreal. Godfathers of the crew, making sure we ball. If you still wanna hate, it's no saving ya. You might get beat. I'm talk a mania Listen to the whole team across body of work It'll make you realize that you should have been first And me, I cause chaos everywhere that I go 80 proof and no less got me ready to throw Don't step to the mic unless you want that smoke FPC, the whole team is like a knife to your throat Yeah!